Hi, I'm Thomas Clements, and this is the Zenith Ministries Podcast. Welcome to our message of hope, security, and an exploration of true happiness. I'm glad you're here with us as we continue to share our stories of the many peaks and valleys of life and the beauty, truth, and goodness we were able to find in it. Please visit our website at zenithministries.com to connect with us to discover more. Okay, so life gets so much better after you give your heart to God. There is a way to have peace, joy, security, and fulfillment in life, and it all comes through giving your heart to God. I want to go through these five things that I've discovered that, that have happened to me, which are absolute gifts, right? But first, what do I mean by giving your heart to God? What does that entail? So I was an alcoholic and could not stop smoking pot uh, and doing drugs. I had honestly tried very hard to stop both, but I could not stop until I put God first. Once I made God the most important thing in my life, even more important than the drugs, more important than the booze and other vices, once I was able to make God the most important thing in my life, I was able to walk away from all of that. So I said, God comes first. Then it was easier to make it to Mass. It was easier to step away from the bad choices I was making. It was easier to choose the good because I wanted to make God happy and I wanted to keep a good relationship with Him. This is what I mean by giving my heart to God. It means loving Him more than everything else, which means that I will do what He wants, even if it is difficult for me. I will do what He wants, even if it really sucks, and I want to do something else that is more fun. So I gave my heart to God, and, and my life has gotten so much better. Not perfect, mind you. I, I'm still flawed, and I make mistakes. We can't pretend, and by we, I mean Christians. So Christians... We can't pretend like we are all finished products, like we have it all figured out and no longer make mistakes, because that is not true. We are all dealing with our own flaws and imperfections, whether we are trying to grow through them or not. I know I'm imperfect, and, and if you know me, you know. Uh, but I've learned that God is glorified through my imperfections, and when I'm weak, his strength is made known as well. And, and this is just a, a little bit of it, I'll go through this more uh, but, you know, really God has given me so much uh, understanding uh, and realization uh, of myself and, and the life that I live and the world around me. Uh, and it's, it's just been tremendous. Like my my life has become tremendous, even with the, the bad the bad stuff that, that comes along, even with my, you know, mistakes. My life has become just amazing. It's like a, a fairy tale. Um, but I'd like to go over, you know, the five things and, you know, I shared a little bit of one, but I'll go through it more. So there are five things that have happened to me after I gave my heart to God. And it's, it's just an, it's an incredible experience. And I'm, I'm just so glad that it was the choice I made because we, we think that, oh, if I give my heart to God, then I'll lose so much. Like that'll take so much, uh, away from my life. But the opposite is true. Like we gain so much more. Uh, life is just so much more complete and, and fulfilling that, you know, it's it's better than I could have ever, ever imagined or realized. Okay, so number one, 
I no longer even desire the things that I at one time thought that I couldn't live without. I, I used to think I could not live without drinking and smoking uh, pot and cigarettes. Uh, cigarettes, uh, not as much. I honestly, though, saw my drunkenness as a, a personality trait, and I did not want to let it go. Now, honestly, I could care less about getting drunk. Now, uh, I feel great, actually, about not drinking. I have even been around other people drinking before, um, many times actually, and I do not want to get drunk at all. I have found something way better than that, a a new wine, as they say. The Holy Spirit treats me way better than alcohol ever has, and I'm absolutely satisfied with my life without getting drunk or high. And, And now, as far as drinking goes, for those who are wondering, it is perfectly acceptable for someone to have a few drinks and feel a buzz from that. That's healthy and good. What is not okay is drinking to get drunk on purpose, which is what I always did. I think I always drank to blackout or at least reach that point. Uh, I don't think I ever just had a a few drinks in my life, actually. Uh, So just like balancing a checkbook, I, I never learned to do that. However, thanks be to God, I don't even want to get drunk like that ever again. I used to love it, but now I love God more. And he made it clear in the Bible, like in Ephesians 5.18, when St. Paul said, Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to reckless indiscretion. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. And that's what my life has become, filled with the Spirit. And I, I promise you, it is so much better. It's like a trillion times better. So God does not want us to, to get drunk like that. And he's taken away my desire for it uh, completely as well. And I think it was a lot easier for me than I thought it would be. I mean, I used to drink all day, like every day. I would just slam beers, like I did that for a living, and I would skip all of my responsibilities. Thank God I did not have any massively important responsibilities because I was worthless. And so I went from that to like the exact opposite in a day. April 24th, 2007 was my first day sober, and that's when I started trying in life. I was getting A's and B's the next semester after flunking every single one of my classes that spring. I started paying attention to my life. I started saying no to alcohol and drugs. And and maybe saying no over and over again helped me become uh, strengthened against them because now it, it is so automatic that I rarely even think about getting drunk 13 years later. Okay, number two. The Holy Spirit has taken over more in my life. And I've kind of already alluded to this, but let's let's go over it now. So the Holy Spirit has taken over more in my life. After giving my heart to God, I partnered with the Holy Spirit and he has shown up. Too many coincidences in my life to even count. Like too many times I have been given the right thing to say at the right time or overheard my kids talking about something uh, that I needed to kind of intervene with or or basically I've been at the right place at the right time. Now, I don't think I need to go into too much detail here uh, as most of the other podcasts we have at Zenith Ministries include a story in which this has happened. So please check those out uh, and and see many uh, of the stories that I've told that have illustrated how the power of the Holy Spirit has worked in my life. I also notice him helping me, like I said, with my parenting and raising my children. It's hard to explain, but but sometimes the decisions we have made, my wife and I, in raising our kids have played out like supernaturally well. 
I've heard stories of other parents as, as well where their children had questions about life and the faith and they were able to explain things simply without preparation or really knowing how they came up with the answer. So we, we've experienced that a bit ourselves as well. I see it informing my children. For instance, just yesterday, my oldest daughter was upset because her younger sister told her that I had said they could have leftover pumpkin pie after school and then ice cream after dinner. So she thought that I said that they could have both, which wasn't the case. I had actually said that they could have one or the other, but I wasn't there when they ate the pie. So I wasn't there to kind of explain uh, the misconception that she had. So basically, when she found out that she could not have the ice cream, she was upset and explained everything, a reasonable explanation. And, you know, I too would have rather had ice cream over pie, but it was too late. What came into my mind next, uh, I thought was pretty cool. I explained to her that sometimes people misunderstand what they hear and they end up sharing the wrong message. I used this to explain to her that that, that is why some people don't believe in Jesus something that they had already encountered in their lives. My kids had already kind of encountered people who are non-believers. And so sometimes people misunderstand the truth about God and they end up making the wrong choices based on that and and even share the wrong message with others. Uh, I definitely see the Holy Spirit playing a role in my thinking of that and then being able to articulate it to children. And he's done it way more often than than I even remember. Just so many experiences where I come away thinking, wow, the Holy Spirit just showed up. Okay, number three, uh, and I kind of already alluded to this, kind of talked about it uh, earlier on how I love myself and others more. At this time in the podcast series, it is no secret that I used to struggle with self-loathing. I also mostly viewed others as either objects for my enjoyment or impediments to my enjoyment of life. You either made me feel good or got in the way of me feeling good. I was pretty selfish. So giving my heart to God has transformed my view of others and myself. I now recognize that I'm a child of God and that even with that, I have flaws and can make mistakes, but I have a lot of good qualities too and and can still do great things. Since giving my heart to God, he has poured forth tremendous healing upon me, helping me to focus more on my good qualities and work on the bad things that I can control. This healthy love of self has in turn helped me to love others better, to focus on their good qualities as well. As St. John Paul II said, we are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures. We are the sum of the Father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of his son, Jesus. So everyone around me has the capacity to become the image of, of God's son, Jesus. So I should see Jesus and everyone around me. And, and being able to see that in others really, really, truly increases my my opinion of them, my perception of them. And I, I truly see others as my brothers and sisters, as images of God, as, as sacraments that are constantly pointing me to God, right? I don't see uh, them as objects for use or uh, you know things that are getting in the way of my enjoyment, right? I see them as, as subjects to be loved, as people who constantly point me to God and, and allow me to enjoy uh, the love of God all the more and multiply his love through my love. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain this well. I really am. 
But in giving my my heart to God, I know that that is the reason why. But in doing that, I just I just love more. I do. I guess I care less and less about imperfection in myself and others, right? We can do our best and should, but we don't need to be perfect. We just need to keep moving forward as best we can, and that's the message God keeps telling me right now. Just keep moving forward and have no fear. And so I I can't explain exactly why, but I just know that in giving my heart to God, He just has allowed me to love others more. It just kind of like clicks I just see people and I love them. Number four, I have joy even in suffering. And so God does not take it lightly when we give our hearts to him. For he responds to us when we open the doors to our hearts with purity, even just a crack. So when we give him our entire hearts, he will flood them with peace and joy and more beautiful goodness than we could fully express with words. Um, It's really good. And so with this flood of goodness for me came the understanding of how good our suffering can be. It's not worthless. It's not simply to make us miserable. And and I've talked about this elsewhere, so we don't need to dwell on it here. Uh, Many of the podcasts that we've released have discussed suffering uh, and how there can be good found in it. I've mentioned a book that should be coming out soon uh, that talks about the proper view of suffering. However, This understanding of suffering that I've developed and then the peace and joy and goodness that God has given me has allowed for me to have joy even in my suffering. It has given me eternal vision to see my life with a a big picture perspective that I'm not going to stay on earth forever. The suffering will not last forever, but I will. And, And my life has meaning and purpose even in my suffering. So suffering does not crush me like it used to, and I I can now bear it more patiently. Okay, number five. My experience of life is deeper, fuller, and better. And, And what I mean by this really is that with God, I see things differently. My mind is being conformed to his more and more. I truly believe that every day I grow more and being able to say with St. Paul, we have the mind of Christ. That when we give our hearts to Jesus, we begin the slow process of being conformed to him. And part of that process is that we are given his mind. We can know his thoughts for us and know his desires for us and see the world how he sees it. So I have been able to experience life on a deeper level. I see the error of my ways before. In doing drugs and drinking, I was trying to have peace and joy without God's help. It was a clever trick by the world and the devil, but I now see that true peace and joy comes not from those things, but from giving your heart to God. For instance, I used to think that I had to live a life of fame and wealth in order to be considered important that I had to be seen as special by others in order to have a worthwhile life. God has cleared my heart of this over the years, but I didn't really reflect on it until the other day when I saw a brown bird flying and jumping around a little tree in my backyard. It was beautiful. And I I can't really describe how beautiful it really was. It, It captivated me and filled me up. I then had a sudden understanding that that this was the meaning of life right here. 
We do not need to be pop star singers or the president, wealthy bankers, or famous celebrities to live worthwhile lives. We don't need to be noticed by others and thought of as important by others. Truly, all we need to do is to experience beauty. In that moment I had with the bird, I truly thought, Lord, if this was all I ever was able to experience on earth, it would be enough. Beauty is that powerful and good. We just need to experience beauty, and that's enough. So, side note, let's work on making the lives of others more beautiful. And of course, God has shown this to me over and over again in these past years of giving my heart to Him, but it really struck me with that bird. Witnessing beauty is enough. We don't need to do great things in others' eyes to have a fulfilling life. And, you know... Honestly, there is so much more that I could go into about, you know, how my life has changed uh, since giving my heart to God. Um, It might just be my uh, inability to articulate it. Uh, Maybe someone else can do better. But my life has only increased in beauty and goodness since I gave my heart to God. So uh, this is this is the five things that that I thought of, the five changes in my life, the five things that have happened to me that I thought would be good to share. There's, of course, many other things Um, But I I hope, with all my heart, I hope many, many others can experience the same. And and if you do, you know, if you you give your heart to God and you notice changes or in your past you've already done that and you have more, you know, ways or more things that have happened to you since you gave your heart to God, we would love to hear from you and about how God is building you up after you've given your heart to Him. Please visit our our website, zenithministries.com. To find out how you can reach out, we have a, a website. You can call us uh, or leave a comment on one of our blogs or, or, or you know many other social media sites as well. Also, if you're looking for help in giving your heart to God, we have we offer a one-on-one mentorship program where we give you proven tools and guidance to help you gain hope and healing in overcoming whatever it is you need help with. Please visit our website. Once again, that's zenithministries.com for more info and we can climb together to the heights of humanity. Thanks for listening. We're glad that you could join us. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and hit subscribe to our podcast so you can get future messages as well. We'd also love it if you shared this with anyone you think it might help as we try to grow our community and reach others who want more out of life.